and welcome beautiful souls. You are listening to the Abundant Therapist podcast with me, Kerry Beavis. I am the founder of the Abundant Therapist community and the Affluent Therapist Collective for the solo beauty and wellness business owner. I am an award-winning beauty therapist that's had my own successful home salon from a converted bedroom and I grew it from nothing with many failed attempts along the way. I know what it's like to grow and evolve a beauty business on your own. In every episode, I'll be talking to you about ways to inspire you and help you build a fabulously successful and aligned beauty and wellness career and business. You have got this, and I am here to be your biggest cheerleader and show you how to make your vision a reality. So let's get started and make some magic happen. Hello and welcome to today's episode where we are talking all about your dream client, your ideal client, your avatar, your rock star, your superstar, whatever you want to call it, the people that you want in your business that you desire to fill your diary up with. This is what we're talking about today. Why you need to appeal to an ideal client and how you appeal to an ideal client. That is what we're going to cover. And first things first, what I don't want you to think is that if you only appeal to one type of person that you will then sort of cancel out the rest of your community and potential clients, that is not true. But if you appeal, try to appeal to everybody, your messaging, your marketing, your branding becomes wishy-washy and then you appeal to nobody. Sit down. And think about who would you love to fill your business up with? What kind of person um, from their vibe to just what they want? What treatments do you want to fill your business up with? Not the ones that you don't enjoy doing, that you dread when they're booked into your diary, the ones that don't make you enough money and they're just really you ended up resentful. We want to forget all of that and start thinking about how you want to fill your business up because I can tell you it can happen. It may not happen overnight but it can happen. If you're in a place where your business where you're doing more of one treatment than you want you are able to turn that around so don't ever think that you can't. So your ideal client and why you need to know them because you know when those days when you're stuck to what to post on social media for instance or what to offer or you're just feeling a little bit lost Knowing who your ideal client is makes your marketing so much easier, makes your branding, makes everything that you do so much easier because all you have to do is cater to that one person. You speak to that person and you have to get into the psyche of your ideal client and all the different things that you need to know about them. Yes, lifestyle, kind of what lifestyle do they have? What budget does your ideal client have? How old are they? What gender are they? Um, What treatments do they love? And where do they hang out? And also what social media platform do they hang out? Because it's all going to have an impact on where you target. If you've literally got no idea about your ideal client and you are just winging on a prem, you think, well, I'm going to do Instagram because everyone's doing Instagram. But actually your ideal client isn't ever on Instagram or isn't on Facebook or LinkedIn or even on social media maybe then what's the point although just a little disclaimer I do think everyone should have an online presence consistent online presence however um, you need to know where they hang out in your local community 
to then target your marketing because social media is great, but it shouldn't be your only avenue. You need to know their budget so you can work out your costings. If you want to offer a premium service and you want to charge accordingly to that, there is no point trying to target a certain demographic when you know they don't have the money, the time, they don't even have the issues, like they just see it as more of a luxury. So you need to understand what their budget is, where they hang out, and most importantly, what are their problems and how do you solve them? So once you've really got to grips and create, if you wish, go on Pinterest, write it down and create kind of like a fake person. You can give them a name, you can say their age, because a 20-year-old is going to talk much differently to a 60-year-old. It goes without saying, the marketing is going to be completely different. If you want to market to 20, 25-year-olds, chances are your marketing will include social media anyways, like Love Island memes and things like that. A 60-year-old will have pretty much the majority, I know I'm generalising, won't be attracted to Love Island memes or the Kardashians. They'll just be like, oh no, that person isn't speaking to me. And the idea is... We have to get inside your client's mind so you talk to them, you educate them on their problems, you show how you can help them and you create a connection through your marketing, through your consultations, through your branding. It's just completely different. Like I say, just because you know you may cater to a particular type of person, don't feel that now you're never gonna get like a guy in his 50s come for a a massage or a facial if that's what you want or you cater to 50 somethings but really you'd also like to cater and offer teenage facials and proms and things because people talk and people have got daughters and sons and people have got friends and family so you're never just going to completely eradicate the whole of your community that you're not targeting because people do talk and the word can spread But we need to start somewhere because if you are not very clear on who it is you want to serve and who you want in your business, then you kind of, you speak loudly to nobody. And that is, could be the reason that you're not getting results. Your branding's off for the, for the age range. Um, your prices are off for the type of clients that you want. Um, I saw on a group the other day, someone had just qualified and they were starting, um, facials for 15 pounds now this if that's what they want to do carry on however I will go off and say you might as well be working for minimum wage if that's what you're going to charge but I don't know their costumes I don't know anything about their business but that price will not attract someone that wants a premium service if you see something that's too cheap and you want premium luxury the best of the industry 15 pounds for a facial will not cut it I wouldn't even entertain it. If, however, I was struggling for cash and I just wanted to be able to have an affordable um, treatment and, you know, their marketing was really good and I could see that they weren't, like, naff, then I would maybe be more tempted to go with the price uh, price of point. But you kind of understand if someone's charging. And sometimes expensive doesn't necessarily mean better. I understand that. But it will, you know, your prices have to reflect 
your client, your branding and your service and your expertise as well. Like, and it needs to be, you need to be able to make a living. <laughs> this isn't about, you know, if you want to do, be accessible to people, go and volunteer for an afternoon. Like, don't feel that this is greedy wanting to have a revenue and make money and make a profit because the people that are paying you go to work to make a profit and to make money to pay their bills and go on holidays. So get it into perspective, okay? So we need to know this stuff. Are you going high-end premium? Because again, those people will hang out different places, golf clubs, women that lunch, CEOs of businesses. Um, you know, it's a completely different bracket to students, okay? Like, unless they've got rich parents or they've got a YouTube channel <laughs> and they've got a little side hustle and they've understood how to create money online. But, you know, that isn't, the whole demographic. So know who they are and where they hang out. The second thing you need to know is what are their problems? Like how are their problems making them feel? Whether you do lashes, nails, facials, whatever it is, how does that, what is their problem in the nicest way? <laughs> this isn't said with attitude and like a bit of sass, but actually what are their problems? What are their concerns? And go on a brainstorm, get yourself a diary or a notebook for this stuff. Anything that I cover in this podcast, get yourself a diary for the Abundant Podcast and the Facebook group, because this is like all of these podcast episodes that I'm literally giving out in order is helping you build your business from the ground up, okay? And that's why we talk about mindset, we talk about the miracle morning, we talk about manifesting, all of that stuff is like the foundations and then we start to build on that. So even if you've been in business 10 years, you're like, oh, hold on a minute, let me backtrack because I want to change direction in my business and attract a new type of client. So what are their problems? List everything and keep asking yourself, what else? What else? What else is their problem? And then the next important vital ingredient to this is how does that problem make them feel? How does it impact, affect their everyday? Because even when it comes down to nails, you might think, well, I'm a nail tech. I do like nail art. What? This doesn't matter. People just want nice nails. But how does that feel? Like I know when I've got my nails, you know, really, really lovely, I express more with my hands. I feel more confident. I like use my hands more rather than like squirrel them away. So it increases my confidence to show up online. If I've got like at the minute, any nail tech would look at my nails and slap my wrists because they're all starting to peel, I need to redo them. So I'm really conscious of them. I sort of feel like, oh my gosh, I need to, it stops me actually doing some things for work because I need to do my nails. It makes me, when I, I just feel like when I go out for a meal and I've got a lovely set of nails, I feel affluent. I just feel like, oh, I'm really groomed. So remember that, how do people feel? And use like um, adjectives, I think that's the right, it's been a long time, you know, like describing words, I think that's adjectives. <laughs> Got a six year old, I'll soon find out all these words. Um, so find out their problems and then how it makes them feel. How does it impact their life? Because when you are doing your marketing, when you're doing your consultations, whenever you are, you know, talking to potential clients or existing clients, Understanding these things will position you in a position of expert because you know you've got the solution to make them feel better. Okay, so once you know 
their problem, how it makes them feel, you now want to start to think, how do they want to feel? Okay, wave a magic wand is always my favorite question to ask. And you would be doing this in your consultation. Consultations aren't just a don't sue me form. It's understanding the psyche of your client so you can prescribe the best course of treatments and products, uh, treatment programs in whatever you do, whatever, whether it's facials, which I know a lot of you will think, well, that's really prescriptive. But even if you're doing tanning, the amount of body products you could sell if someone tells you how concerned they are about their dry skin, their eczema, their dry knees, their dry feet, you can, you know, from the back of that, treat them at home. And the feeling of what a, a, a tan does. So there's always scope for every treatment. I really do believe that. So how do they want to feel? And what impact will that have on their life, on their job, on their personal life? Massage, for instance, you've got a dodgy back. That means now you can't go and play rugby because your back's dodgy. So you can't do the one thing you love or you can't play with your kids and pick your kids up because your back's going to go. Obviously, you work to your level of expertise in body work, but you you know, you can understand that they'll be able to play with their kids. They'll feel pain free. They'll sleep better. If you sleep better, what does that mean? Because you are going to be talking to your ideal client about all of these points, whether you do live videos, you do reels, you give tips and advice and guidance in your consultations, oh, just everywhere. <laughs> you want to be thinking about this stuff. Then I want you to think about how do you solve their problem? How do they go from A to B and get clear on how, what do you do to solve their issues? Um, and it's not just, oh, well, I do facials or I do a tan or I do a Swedish body massage. Like, think about, again, the impact of the treatment that you that you do. This isn't just about rubbing a few, mass- a few muscles and you can go on with your day and you feel relaxed. It's understanding that now they are able to, like I say, sleep better, drive for longer. They're able to commute for longer. Um, they can go to the gym without pulling a muscle. There's so many things. So what do you solve and how do you solve them? What is your method? What's your methodology? Not just, I do a facial. Like, how do you go about it? What what experience do you create? And another thing you need to know about your ideal client is what experience do they expect from you? Again, if you're budget salon, quick fix, you're in, you're out, and it's that kind of quick turnover then that will reflect in so much, especially if you're not charging a lot, you're not going to put as much into all the extra little touches because you aren't charging enough and they don't want all that faff. You know, then people that just literally strip off before you've asked them, you've even sat them down for a consultation because they don't care. (laughs) Have you ever had one of them? You're like, okay, you need to sit down. (laughs) Um, So it's going to be completely different than a client experience. If you are charging top dollar, You need to create an experience that that ideal client will love. The tiny touches, the welcome packs, the whole onboarding process from opening up your um, website to clicking on. It needs to be smooth. It needs to be easy. So if you're attracting wealthy business people, entrepreneurs, they need quick and they need it to be smooth. Beautiful welcome emails, welcome packs. I said that. Little touches in the room. 
you are creating a whole experience. Um, and I've got more on this on my free ebook if you join the Facebook group. Um, creating your five star experience will teach you about this stuff. So if you're not in the group, come and join it because you get that if you put your email address in. Um, so it's thinking about all of these things. And then when you bundle them all together, you then create your ideal client and you get to know that person inside and out. And then you can focus your treatments on that person, your consultations on that person, your marketing, your branding, your prices, the retail, the product house that you choose to go with will also have an impact. You go for people that don't, you know, want to spend a lot. Then you go to salon services and you buy, um, I can't think what the brand is they do there. Skin Truth. I think they still do that. Then you buy Skin Truth. Mediocre. Maybe you invest in like Eve Taylor. Bit more premium. Jermaine de Cappuccini. You just go up and up. And then obviously you've got your real skin aesthetic clinics where you invest thousands into your machines and your products and your training. Well, we all do. Whatever you do, really. Um, so remember that. It's all completely different. Um... And this is why you need to know your ideal client or you literally do speak to nobody. Know their language. So going forwards now, once you've finished listening to this, have, go and have a brainstorm. Thinking time in your business should be scheduled in at least monthly. So you have like a bird's eye view of your business. You take a step back and you go for a walk, do something that just feels good and you think. You just have to think about where you see your business, and you have a daydream, you know, and you just think about the next thing you could maybe offer or what feels good to you, like what's not working and you check in and you just think. You then also need to schedule in planning time so you can plan and start to look at, I want this ideal client, what do I need to do? What are the steps I need to start to pivot my business? Okay, what bits do you need to swap and change? What treatments do you need to stop doing anymore or take it off your treatment menu so you're not doing any new ones any new clients with that particular treatment just stick with the old ones it could be a slow process depends where you are and how much you actually want to change your clientele but it's never too late and it can be very scary but if you aren't feeling aligned to the people that you are inviting into your home salon or the people to homes you are entering and you're not feeling aligned with it and you're starting to feel resentful then you need to start changing and it is never too late. Okay, please remember that. And it may be a slow, steady progress or you might go, you know what, sod it. Let's just change it overnight. But be prepared, you might lose a lot of people. <laughs> just saying, little disclaimer there for you. But start to listen to your current clients. If they've got this ideal client in your business already, start to listen how they speak. You listen to the words they use about their problems, how they want to feel, how they feel right now, the impact, and make mental notes. So, you know, when you're doing your consultation and you're asking all these questions, um, then once they're getting ready, get your phone, not in front of them, obviously, and make notes of all the words. Get your notes on your phone and start to brainstorm all these words that you've heard or heard in the past even. And then you know you could start to sprinkle that in your social media. Um, when you talk to clients, future clients in your consultations or the the end of the treatment, when you're doing your aftercare, not just drink water, but all the, all the bits, you know, you mirror back the words that they've used to say, this is how you feel. 
This is how you want to feel. I can help you. Okay. And it is that whole journey that you want to think about. So my question is to you, do you really, really know who your ideal client is? And also be quite specific with ages. Like, I, you know, I see so many. I want to just do females between 20 and 60. That's a huge, huge. And then I want to offer all of the treatments that I do from lashes to nails. Like, I'm not saying don't do that. And I'm not saying you can't cater from 20 to 60, 70, 80 year olds. But I, I always think I used to do a lot of the treatments. I'm, t- I'm qualified in level two, level three, plus some extra bits sprinkled on top throughout the years. And I still used to offer them until I got to a point where I was like, oh no, I just want to offer literally three things. And that was facials, um, massage and my Pilates. Because to me, they worked really well together and I thoroughly enjoyed them. The others, you know, I, I did, but I didn't focus on marketing. And gradually they just dwindled out because um, they just did. They naturally dwindled because I wanted to do the other things. And I spoke about the other things a lot more because I have more of a passion for them. So, and it's all right, you know, it's okay. Things will happen and it's a, you just take a step back and think about who it is you would love to serve within your business. And are you actually crystal clear on who that person is? Um, And look back past your social media, your clients at the minute and have a really kind of overview. So I hope that has helped you getting clearer on who your ideal client is. I would love to know, you know, what your thoughts are on this. So please feel free to comment or come into the Facebook group and say to me, ah, I'm stuck. (laughs) Um, Or come and find me on Instagram and let me know um, where you are, what you think so far about what I've said about your ideal client and maybe where you're stuck. Because I find in the membership or when I'm mentoring people, it's the one, sometimes it can be the one thing that people are like really confused on. So you're not alone. Trust me, you're not alone. And sometimes people will go completely too much into, they hang out here, they do this and they do that. And they spend so long on their hobbies when, yeah, it's nice to know where, you know, it's good to know that stuff. But the main thing is their problems, their issues and how they want to feel, how much budget they've got and the sort of experience that they want from from you and what you want to give. So let me know what your thoughts are and have a fantastic day. If you are struggling with knowing who your ideal client is and you would like more of my support on a more one-to-one level or more of a group environment where I can really help you specifically, then please reach out, click the link in the description and think about joining the Affluent Collective. This is for the solo therapist that really wants to follow my own Affluent Master Plan and each month you will be given a different um, plan to follow to really increase the abundance within your business but it's actually a step-by-step with business steps as well as all the kind of the mindset stuff. Um, And in there, we do really cover the ideal client. 
Every month we have a business clinic session, you have a Facebook group, we even have social media training every month. So you are never alone. So go and click out the, um, or click the link below with the Affluent Collective and see if the vibe feels right to you. But if you've got any questions, come and find me on Instagram or in the Facebook group and ask me about it. I'm more than happy to answer any questions um, and to see if it's actually a right fit for you. It would be a joy to have you there. I really hope you've loved this week's episode of the Abundant Therapist podcast. And if you want more help to build your fabulously aligned beauty and wellness business, then join the hundreds of therapists and solar therapists in my Facebook group, The Abundant Therapist, where you will have access to live Q&As, masterclasses, challenges, and more good stuff to help you create your vision within your business. If you want to know more about working with me or download your free digital book, Creating Your Five Star Customer Experience, and to read the blog, then head to www.theabundanttherapist.com. I really look forward to knowing more about you, where your vision is going, and please feel free to reach out and say hi. Have a fabulous day.